Hey everybody, and welcome back to Send News, the video game podcast where we talk about video games. I did that again. I <laughs> was going to save it so you wouldn't know what the podcast was going to be about, but then I called it the video game podcast. Here we are, though. We got a lot to talk about this week. First off, the introductions. My name's Brian. That's a canon intro. I'm Evan Campbell at Darth Burrito. We do talk about the video game news here. That is our business, and business is good. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a podcast about various spices. Uh, I brought a whole my whole spice rack, thinking we're, this was the turmeric episode, but I guess not. Pivot. We could pivot. Yeah, we could right, be. Cool. Yeah. Right on. Uh, I'm Amir. Hey. Hi. Boys, it's just the boys today. We've uh, got a lot of news, much of it about Sony. Obviously, they had the big showcase on Wednesday. Um a lot of interesting stuff, and then it was kind of a mess. They they had to later. Uh, they they said the the pre orders were going to happen on Thursday, but then pretty much everyone jumped the gun. Um, we did, but the headline is we got prices for the PS five. It's going to be five hundred or four ninety nine for the the disc drive one, a hundred bucks less for the one with no disc drive. And it's coming out, I believe, the 12th in certain countries like the U.S. and Australia and Japan. And then everywhere else, what is it, like a week later or something like that? Yeah, I think it's, so. it's yeah, like the barely a week. Yeah. 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 Uh, Global rollout the, will continue on November 19th with launches throughout the rest of the world. That's yeah. what it says. A lot of, and, and you know, they kind of had a, a, a couple of big announcements, Final Fantasy 16 which is going oh, to be yeah. a console exclusive. At least it seems like a timed exclusive, maybe a six month deal. Um, and we saw Miles Morales. We saw uh, the new, this Harry Potter game. Um, we saw, shoot, what else? Uh, the Resident the Evil. Yeah. Resident Resident Evil. Trailer for that. Deathly Loop. The big mic drop at the end was a new God of War game, Ragnarok. Mm. So I, I felt like, you know, Sony has got these things down to an art. Just a, a lot of quality exclusives, a couple big mic drops. You know, uh, they make it look easy. I know it's not easy, and I know a lot of work goes into it. But uh, they always manage to hit a certain bar with these uh, that Microsoft cannot pull off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the lineup is killer, but yeah. I feel like... The aftermath has been just a dumpster fire. I mean, there's yes. things they didn't announce during the the presentation, like the dates for Spider-Man. Yeah. There's been confusion about uh, Demon Souls being coming to PC, the remaster or yep. not. And that yep. looks that game looks clean. It looks it so looks cool. Tight. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it a launch really title. Yeah, yeah. It, so yeah, it's just been fun to see the aftermath where it's like, oh yeah, uh, you know, pre-orders. You can expect them kind of tomorrow, but they didn't even mention that in their their presentation. And then it turned out to not be true because Walmart was just like, hey, what's up? We got PS fives. You want a yeah. PS five? Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then for the rest of the night, my Twitter was just lit up with people doing the equivalent of of stampeding during a Black Friday sale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was, it, it, it's a great point. As good as the presentation was, and I thought it was very good, everything after it was just, yeah, a huge mess. Uh, there was a, a, a question over whether Demon Souls, the remake is coming to PC. They they checked again and told Kotaku, no, just PS5. Uh, so yeah, it's just been uh, Final Fantasy 16. They said it was coming on PC. And then uh, Square Enix was like, well, we don't have any information about that. And then I, we kind of, sussed out that the real deal is it's it's a timed exclusive for like maybe six months then it can come to pc and then other consoles after <laughs> a year that's what it seems like so 
they're, they're doing what what Xbox used to do, uh, uh, acting like things are exclusive when it's like mm, they they kind of exclusive. kind of they're, they're kind fudging of. the language yeah. a little bit. Yeah, diet exclusives. And yeah. yeah, I think one game had a screen that came up. It was like PS5 exclusive content or something. But I just read the exclusive part. And I was like, wait, did that say exclusive or exclusive content? Right. And I was like <laughs> right. a little bit confused. So, I mean, that's on me, I guess. But but yeah, it, it was a fun showcase, I thought. Especially for something where we just figured we, maybe we'd get a price reveal, launch date, and like one big title. I was surprised we didn't see any uh, more Horizon um, and then they're holding on to another title, Ratchet and Clank. There wasn't any more mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Oh, so that's th- right. There's yeah. other stuff they have to talk about that's coming out. But I was kind of surprised by some of the dates. But I think another takeaway was like, wait, did they announce or talk about any launch titles at all? Like other than Miles Morales, which is coming to PS4 f- first or Demon as well. Demon's Souls is a, is a launch. And Demon's uh, Souls is, is a launch. launch yeah. Uh, I mean, they have then, the that PlayStation Plus collection. Classics. I mean, yeah. not really launch titles, but I mean, it's it's still pretty cool. I do like that. Yeah, let's um, talk so about that. So at least we'll have that. something to play, even though it's uh, previous-gen games. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a swing at Game Pass, right? Like, or or mm-hmm. I don't, it's mm-hmm. weird because when you, it's kind of the same thing already. And, you know, Game Pass came after PlayStation Plus, and obviously they're, they're kind of different services and they do different and unique things. But the idea that you get all these PS4 bangers just for free, it's not free, you're paying for the subscription, but that you could just have all of those at launch is kind of incredible. Like the presentation of it seemed to hit me a lot harder than I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll see what's hot on Game Pass today, you know? Yeah. Even if you haven't played all of those. 20 bucks each. Right, but but even if you have, if if, if there's just one or two that you want to play, it's still a decent deal. Oh yeah. Uh, Or or that you haven't played already, yeah. Yeah, and like with PlayStation Plus alone, you know, there's so many times where like, you know, with the two free games they give you each month, most of the times, like, I have no interest in playing them. Like, I'll still right. add them to my That's library right. in case I yep. ever do. Yep. But just having, like, a good collection of literally every single one of those games, I would play. Like, um, so they yes. definitely have a good curated selection. I think that's really nice. Yeah, here's, let's see, I found a list. God of War, Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, Battlefield 1, Monster Hunter World, Fallout 4, Final Fantasy 15, Last Guardian, Ratchet and Clank. Infamous Second Son, Days Gone, Bloodborne, Detroit Become Human, Batman Arkham Knight, Mortal Kombat 10 or Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, Until Dawn, Resident Evil Biohazard. I there, There's a couple of those I have. I played most of those. But but yeah, yeah it's it, like even if you get like two or three out of that. And it it, it is, uh, I think, to your point, um, I think it is a response to Game Pass because I think a huge selling point of the uh the xbox series x and the s is if you have game pass you've automatically got a bazillion games to play at day one and and that would that would have really been a i think they're trying to address that somewhat it's obviously not that not as good but that that's that's a pretty strong start yeah it's a start i mean honestly i could see them taking that that idea and making sort of like their own sony game pass type thing I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see if they actually do end up adding more titles down the road. Because I think I saw, uh, it was like something yesterday, I saw it was like 99% of PS4 games are going to be running on the PS5. So mm-hmm. I'm curious as to which one of those are going to be added to this like PlayStation Plus Classics thing. I'm surprised Destiny 2 wasn't on there. They, oh they yeah, that's that right. Everything. But yeah, to your point about them possibly adding a Game Pass, uh, uh, Jim Ryan, uh, president of Sony Interactive Entertainment, told Games Industry, no, we, we're not going to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. I think his direct quote was, 
We are not going to go down the road of putting new release titles into a subscription model. These games cost many millions of dollars, well over a hundred million to develop. We just don't see that as sustainable. So they're not going to do new releases, but, but yes, I can see them have maybe some sort of uh, a service like this where it's like a greatest hits collection. Yeah. yeah I, I could see them doing like volume two, volume three, maybe yep. one volume has like a mm. bunch of PS3 classics on it or one volume has PS1 oh, classics. Or that something. would be tight. Yeah. That would be amazing. Anything that that's like a big push to get a bunch of subscribers to come and, and either uh, re-up for their, for their plus subscription or get new people to come and be like, oh, I, I remember old school like Crash Bandicoot or whatever. I want to play Twisted Metal. I want to play that. I would have been more excited if it was a PS3 greatest hits collection. Oh yeah, that they added because <laughs> yeah. so many of those games are just kind of lost now. Yeah, I'm curious to see because I know with uh, what is it PlayStation Now that like dumb streaming thing they have. Um, I know that it was like super expensive for like a long time, and like they had mm-hmm. a, a decent selection. Um, they had like PS2 games on there, uh, PS2, PS3. And it was like, I think it was like 25 bucks a month or something ridiculous. And they realized nobody was getting it. So they actually brought the price down to like 10 bucks permanently. So I'm curious to see how that PlayStation Classics thing does. Although it's included in the the subscription already. So I don't know if like maybe they'll kind of gauge interest and then kind of go from there and like add stuff if people do show interest in this sort of subscription based service. They definitely will get that on how many people are actually playing them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that'll be... Um, it, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if the, if this is like you said, like a one-off, or if they they beef it up. You know, I, I think I, to me it feels like what they're trying to do is just to make that transition to the PS5 as smooth as possible, and to yeah. give you to give you stuff to play. I mean, they have never done anything like that. No, uh, yeah. you know, with a new console, Nintendo certainly has. Nobody not. has. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Xbox sort of now, right? With their backwards, right. like this generation right. specifically is. I think this is what makes it super unique. I would feel like, you know, in history, we'll remember this is like the backwards compatible generation where we finally got like yes. a massive amount of effort put towards backwards uh, compatibility. I mean, yeah, sometimes you know, like the Wii could play GameCube. Games and stuff that was a pretty big deal but the libraries have never been this big with this robust of like gaming experiences before so i think it's yeah. really a unique time if you're if you're you know a, a budget-minded player you can get a series s for 300 bucks if you have game pass that is what hundreds of games yeah. and then and then even if you if you get a 400 the the all digital ps5 you're right if you if you're a ps plus subscriber that's 18 PS4 games, good games right out of the box. So pretty friggin' good. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. It, it is nice to see them. Yeah. Finally, I think maybe you're right about the backwards compatible generation. Cause I, I feel like we're kind of at the point where people are finally like, no, I'm not going to get a new console and just start all over yeah. and yeah. build my, <laughs> you know, it's and build my collection from scratch once again. Yeah. I will say, I'll, yeah, go ahead. I'm here. Sorry. I was going to say, I will say I think it could be better personally because, I mean, you know, a lot of people were hoping for full backwards compatibility for Sony. Um, Obviously, Xbox is doing it. I really wish that Sony would have would have taken notes this generation and just said, all right, you got it. You got PS1 games. Pop it in there. It'll fire up because like (laughs) the PS3 was able to do it. I mean, right. The the, you know, the PS2, obviously, like the PS4 was really the first console that wasn't backwards compatible. And it's just it's such a weird direction to go in, and I, I don't I don't understand it personally. I, yeah, and, and I th- I think they are, 
they're just they're on top of things they obviously killed it with the ps4 and, and sony can have some bad tendencies some bad anti-consumer oh, yeah. uh, tendencies <laughs> yeah. I mean, they all uh, every, can, but yeah. yeah yeah right but uh i yeah i i think they're just in this in this case i think they're just sticking with with what worked last time it's like the old phrase you everyone fights the last war mm-hmm. and and yeah uh you know uh, they're gonna make big exclusives you can only come here to get them, and here they are. And and no, we're not going to let you play every PlayStation game ever made. We're not going to have a Game Pass kind of service. We're not going to do cloud streaming. We're going to do this one thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I think, Amir, to your point, the criticism about backwards compatibility, I think, comes from not having as large of a leap between generations, right? Like, if you jump from Super Nintendo to N64, obviously the games aren't backwards compatible because, like, the whole way that you put your games in is completely different yeah. or whatever. Right. And everything's right. in 3D now. So, like, I think that that invites a lot of comparisons. There are, like, a lot of techn- technological hurdles because the PS3 was, like, hell to develop for from what we know and understand. Right. Yeah. And reporting into, like, to, to, to carry that hell over to your next gen, I'm sure a lot of hardware manufacturers are like, we don't want to deal with that anymore at all like the chip yeah. the, the cells process system whatever like get rid of that let's just focus on on new and better right so they're I, just like, acting like that gen never happened almost yeah the PS3. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. And, and it sucks for like the, the legacy of those games and stuff but i kind of understand why it happens and then on the other side i mean uh brian to your point i think about making it easy to transition like, i think those price points are really solid. I didn't think they were going to hit them. Those are super competitive. Everything we heard and everything we reported on was that, you know, these consoles are going to be expensive to produce. It could make the retail cost go up. You know, the fan, the cooling system they're using is more expensive. They're having supply issues. The the thing about air freight that just came up like last week ago, that yep. they're, they're, yep. they're putting these boxes on planes instead of on ships, and that's more expensive. Um, and then the, 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 the rumors about the, the, the uh, service on ship stuff like kind of failing, which could also increase the, the I mean, at this point, it's too late, right? Like I think, like like Alana kind of always says, these big companies kind of pick their prices based on uh, what they're going to take as a loss. But to have a four hundred dollar, like full fledged next gen console going up against the Series S and the Series X, it's like kind of a I don't know if you if you're the type of uh, consumer or player that has to make that choice between what console you get. Uh, I mean, I think like the PS5 is kind of an easy choice there because it's a hundred dollars less than the Series X, and it's going to perform better or as good as a Series. Yeah, it's S. not a it's yeah. not a weaker system. Exactly. It just doesn't have a drive. I will say though that chip failure rate to me, I don't know if anybody else has thought about this. That makes me a little bit nervous for this first round of hardware. Uh, for the PS5 and it kind of makes me wonder like "Mm, maybe I should hold off a little bit and let them you know uh, get all the get all the manufacturing worked out and then get the second batch because this there's a few warning signs here. (laughs) I'm I'm not saying it's red ring a death bad but like it's a little disconcerting that the failure rate is like 50% or whatever when when they're making these chips Um, I mean Hopefully, obviously, they're they're going to quality test the ones they that you know that sure. were made. But it's it's a little it's a little disconcerting to me. Um, and one more thing, you were talking about price, and I've I've read a bunch of chatter online. Like, well, if you get that all digital, though, you're then at the mercy of Sony's digital pricing. Sure, and, oh, yeah. and they've already said <laughs> that a lot of these get like Demon Souls is going to be seventy bucks. Uh, the Miles Morales, the, the Ultimate Edition is going to be seventy bucks. Like they're they're already starting to kind of push it and establish seventy bucks as the new pricing. And honestly, that's kind of a fair point, I guess. I mean, you you don't have any other, you obviously can't use physical media in it. So, I I, 
I see where they're coming where they're coming from. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. And, and one thing to uh, to your point about the like the early failure, I will say both the PS4, I or yeah, the P, no the PS3 I got day one and the PS4 I got day one both failed. Like, the, oh, wow. I, I had to replace both of those consoles. Like you know down the road. So I'm yeah I'm also a little weary about getting a PS5 day yeah. one because of that fact because yeah. I had a poor track record with my Sony consoles, um, so it, yeah it might be best to wait like it's weird seeing all these people like rushing to go pre-order this thing and I haven't seen anybody talking about like wait maybe we should wait for like a slim model or you know for them to to kind of gauge how other people are any issues they're having that's what I'm gonna do I'm probably not gonna pre-order this thing. Um, at least not yet. I might wait a little bit just to see because I'd hate to drop 500 bucks and then have it break on me in like two months. Right. Yeah, I I, I waited on both the PS3 and the PS4 too and didn't have a problem with the models I got. And and I, I, I it's going to be hard to wait. But if, if, if I can get Miles Morales on the PS4, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. That's well, you can thing. upgrade, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure. It's not free for, so. for Sony, right? Is it? This is something like a fifteen dollar. Okay. Upgrade. I don't know if I don't know if I'm mixing that up with something else. Yeah, but maybe I, look I it know. up. But but I think yeah. what I'm gonna say is I think that both companies have never made a stronger case to not upgrade than they have in the past since <laughs> yeah. since Microsoft is focusing yeah. all on the service. You know, get Game Pass, you're gonna be fine. We're you know we're 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 having a larger library of cross gen games than we've ever had. Uh, and and then on the Sony side too, it's like all these games that are coming, like Miles Morales, it's coming to PS4 as well. Uh, Cyberpunk coming to PS4 and also Xbox One. Uh, so you're going to be okay, right? Like if you wanted to wait, you know, six months, you're probably going to be fine until the, till the, till like God of War comes out or something that's like super, super exclusive and super big or Ratchet and Clank. We just still, I don't think we know the date on that one yet either. So, so yeah, I don't know. And, and if they are offering those, those incentives to upgrade, it's only 10 bucks or whatever. That's even more of a reason to, to kind of hang yeah. back and wait. I the, Like internally I'm screaming, I'm like, but Amir, that's like. That could be two years away before we get a slim PS5. That's too far. Like, uh, you know, I want to play this stuff now. Yeah. I want to experience the, the well, OS and all, like the controller, everything. You know. Yeah. No. Totally. I mean, I I, I wouldn't. Me personally, I'm, I'm very impatient, so I don't know if I could wait for the slim mo- model specifically. But so for the PS4, when I got, I got like because uh, Destiny was a launch title, um, and the the first thing that the first console I got was like the Destiny White PS4. So mm-hmm. I got it like day one and. Um, I just, you know, after it broke, I got the black model, uh, same thing. Like I still have it like the base model thick boy and that is running like a champ. Yeah. So I I think it's really just about batches. (laughs) Like, you know, just wait for like the first couple batches to go out. Maybe after everybody scoops them up, then go pick one up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And like, as far as Xbox, like I've got a one X, I don't see anything right now. Like pushing me to immediately have to upgrade from that um yeah i, I don't know and if you have a pc really yeah don't yeah well that's to, right? yeah and that's kind of the big knock against xbox yeah um uh what else was i going to talk about i mean I, overall what did you think of the presentation i i thought it was i thought they did what they needed to do to to move some ps5s and yeah. and online it definitely seemed like they like you know created a lot of energy and a lot of hype and sony's just great at that yeah, I, I wish I that the, the aftermath was a little cleaner. But yeah, I think the presenta- yes. presentation itself had me saying like, oh, hell yeah, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what you want. 
but you know the confusion that came after and like you know on our side this is like a very us problem but like me looking for high-res like product shots of, of the ps5 has been kind of weird uh unless you have like a direct press account with sony and you, you know that stuff isn't like just freely out there on the internet but but yeah i wish yeah. they had like media packages and stuff like that like that coincided with their release you know they have like a nice blog post or whatever but uh but you know everybody's... we got some assets yeah some yeah. assets and things but but yeah it's, it was good yeah i thought it was good i mean i personally i kind of wish they showed more new stuff because uh, there were a lot of ips that we kind of already knew about just like getting like a deeper look um I will say the the Final Fantasy reveal was pretty pretty. That was pretty ballsy to start on. Like yeah. just here, new <laughs> new Final Fantasy. There you go. I think that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, overall, it was honestly very much a Sony presentation mm-hmm. where it's like we're bringing everything. You know, yeah. we're just yeah. like. Um, so yeah, that that was cool. And also, I not not a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, but I was a little surprised to see a Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. Yeah, that was a little. Uh, I know that was. Weird. They, they, I feel like, and Microsoft's been busting out a lot of exclusives too, but a lot of theirs, at least in my mind, seems to be brand new IP. So it's mm. like, okay, cool, that looks that looks great, but I don't really know, you know, uh, I don't know anything about this franchise because it's brand new. Whereas Sony, I think, does a nice mix of like we're gonna we're gonna have some you know some sequels. Some new stuff, you know, it's a little bit more. Actually, I think most of them were like sequels or remakes. Yeah, uh, it, it's like so, Everwild yeah. and Grounded versus like Spider-Man, yeah. Miles Morales and Horizon and potentially Demon God of War and, and Demon God Souls. Yeah. yeah, so. Well, Sony yeah. plays to its strengths, you know, like they, they know that like people buy PlayStation for the exclusive, the, the exclusives and like the beloved franchises. So, of course, you know, they're going to open with like all their True. heavy hitters that they yep. have in their back pocket. Yep. Yep. Just, which is smart, in my opinion. But still, uh, wish I wish we would have seen more new stuff. Backing up a little bit, talking about supplies, uh, there was a, a big story from Bloomberg saying that Sony cut the their PS5 forecast, basically the number of PS5s they were going to produce uh, for the current fiscal year that runs through March uh, by 4 million. So initially they, uh, uh, well, they, they bumped it up to, and they said we're going to do 15 million. Um, but then they said so they cut back on that by four million. So it's like now we're just going to make eleven, and that was because of like I was saying before, there were manufacturing problems. There was like a fifty percent failure rate making the 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 system on a chip. But then Sony came out and said, no, 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 we're we're not doing that. We're we're uh, we haven't cut anything. So I I don't know. I I tend to believe Bloomberg a little bit on that, and I think Sony's just kind of denying. Um, Damage you know, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like they're kind of trying to hedge a little bit, but I, clearly they did something. There was clearly an issue. Their wording yeah. was really specific in that, too. Like it was like, yeah. hey, we haven't cut, you know, uh, the the unit production since a particular point in time, right. which, which right. is I forget the exact quote, but it, but that's basically what they said. It's like, hey, we haven't you know, once we set our sights on this new number, we haven't changed it is basically what yeah. they said. Um, at least that's the takeaway that I got. I mean, read the report on Bloomberg. It, it's pretty specific and read the reply that that was on gameindustry.biz. Uh, cause that's where they, that's the, the outlet they actually like talk to. Um, yeah. They said the information provided by Bloomberg is false. We have not changed the production number for PS5 since the start of mass production. Yeah. So mm. yeah, they 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 kind of qualified it, which uh, left themselves a little wiggle room. There. Yeah, and they didn't mention yeah. anything about chips, right? Like they didn't say. Right. It, and if that seems like a really good opportunity to say, like, hey, also that stuff <laughs> about chips is totally bogus. They didn't take the opportunity to say that. 
Um, yeah, and Bloomberg's not making this up. Somebody's yeah, right. telling them in the supply chain that this is what's going on. Or at least, you know, th- there's some rumblings. And, and even if it's not that, that specific thing isn't 100% true, which it seems pretty specific not to be. But yeah. even if it's not 100% true, it would indicate that there's something there. And, and it's it's good to be, to be, you know, we got some flack on this daily. We ran the story in the daily. And we got some flack on it. Um, that we still ran it even with the update with Sony's kind of response and, and kind of my response to people in the comments was like, hey, like this is still a thing that happened. Uh, it still kind of affected analysts' predictions about how successful they think the PS5 will yeah. do in the coming. coming. It, it had uh, th- this is a thing that happened. So we're like, we're just going to run the story because if something does come up, like you mentioned before, Brian, like a red red ring of death type of situation or, you know, now supply issues, which may are becoming a little bit more real than people than Sony said that they were going to be with everything being sold out. It's still launch. But, you know, if something does come up with the chips or consoles start breaking or whatever, you, we can look at this report and say, like, OK, so this was true. You know, this was a thing yeah. in the chain. Yeah. Also, uh, don't be so trusting of these companies. It's not like <laughs> Sony. It, it's not like oh, Sony said it. That's the last word. Companies can lie or or especially if they're the ones making the money. Yeah. Right. Or, or massage the facts a little bit. Um like uh, 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 when the when when uh, Diablo three was coming to switch and they posted the the nightlight of the the Diablo thing being switched on and off, uh, it was clearly a reference to that. And then Blizzard was like, "Oh no no, we don't have any plans to do that." And then <laughs> of course they did. And then later, so it's like uh, companies can misrepresent, and, and, and they're not uh, they're not bound by law to tell you the yeah. freaking truth. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Like there's no, there's no like final word here. Uh, and, and like I said, I mean, obviously Bloomberg had sources, maybe they are wrong, but I, I don't think they would have just gone to print with, with a, yeah. a completely baseless story. Um, so I don't know. That's my takeaway. I thought the, the doing a story on it was completely valid. Even with Sony's denial, you just put the denial in there. Yeah, I agree. But yeah. make that yeah. part of the story, which we did. That's an excellent point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I, no, never, never trust the big, the big boys. <laughs> They're I mean, not under oath. This isn't a court case. <laughs> like, I, I think one the, nation under Kratos. <laughs> yeah, the supply stuff is going to be really interesting going forward, as they said, and and also to put that kind of that that four million dollar reduction, if it or four million unit reduction into to context, the the PS4 uh, sold significantly less than that, right? I think it was like. After yes. six months or something, they they hit that ten million mark. Right. So so to say like we're gonna hit fifteen million is already a lot. And even if they reduced it by four million, that's eleven million. That's still a million more units than they sold of the PS4, which was which was yeah. an all time best selling console. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So so it's <laughs> yeah. a high 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 benchmark. Regardless, there's a lot of interesting factors in that story. I think to to kind of consider. And, and now with like everything being sold out, it's like okay, let's see what happens in the next couple months. And and, yeah. and supply issues have been uh, a problem, especially with chips. For lots of different companies uh, all year, so this isn't like the first time we've heard of uh, you know of of companies having supply issues. Sony has had supply issues, so this isn't just like out of the blue, I guess. So that's what makes me uh, believe it, you know, or at least get, give it a certain amount of of credence. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see, but yeah, uh, that's a good point with the sellouts. It's like, oh boy, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. There. It's I wonder I'm curious to see like that uh that number that they're shooting for. I'm curious if that includes both the 
disc based and the disc. Oh, of course. Now they yeah. have they have two different SKUs. It's gotta be both. Yeah, yeah it's gotta yeah. be both. And and, and but, it seems like we didn't mention this before, but it seems like there's gonna be a lot less of those discless versions around. The kind of reports mm. people who talk to like GameStop, uh, GameStop employees and things are saying like, oh yeah, they had like ten in store of the the disc version and only two of the discless. Um, and kind oh. of reports like that been been kind of going around. And 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 also I think they are. Uh, Sony did bump up their initial order. Like I, I forgot what it was before the 15 million, but they, that, that 15 million was bumped up and I'm sure they did that because of the pandemic and yeah. people are playing a lot more video games. I'm sure they still are. I mean, I know some of the lockdowns are easing, but I, I'll bet Sony and Microsoft want to rush these consoles out as quickly as they can to kind of strike while the iron is hot. You yeah. Know, while, while we're still kind of, uh, being locked down i mean god knows we could be locked down for years now who knows but um i think they are trying to take advantage of that situation and uh, exploit this like renewed interest in gaming or like you know pull some new fans in that's too. a fantastic point because remember when even point. switches were selling out at the beginning of the right. the oh right you know yeah. uh, quarantine in place or whatever or home quarantine stuff so yeah like those ran out and then now there's even a, i'm just gonna throw this in here real quick there's even a better reason to own a switch because ori and will, will of the wist just came out today for that thing which was like oh, a, nice. there's a mini direct this morning and that thing happened so shout yeah. out to oh, the switch that's right i forgot about that direct but, but yeah like the supply thing is going to be really interesting maybe they they thought that they would have enough and now like combined with covid it's going to just be really really extra hard and maybe they will hit that number as a result we, we have learned that that digital sales are up and hardware sales are up because of the pandemic so yeah yeah very true um let's move on and talk uh, just briefly about the xbox series s there was some uh, controversy over that and backwards compatible games basically saying that the s wouldn't be able to play the xbox one x enhanced versions of, of certain games, basically leading uh, people to uh, kind of infer that it's not as powerful as an Xbox One X, which mm. it is on some level, yes, it doesn't have as much RAM. I think Digital Foundry found that the Series S has 10 gigs, the One X has 12 gigs. So it, it's, it's not an apples to apples comparison, but there was some controversy over that. Uh, this week, like how how underpowered is the Series S going to be? Right. Yeah, it, it's I'm, such a fascinating story because of that that element of the. I, there was a lot of confusion first off the IGN headline, and everybody was just like, "Wait, yes. what?" Uh, basically, just and, and it, it wasn't that complicated. But when you put all the Series S's and the Xbox One X's and the One S's, right. and you have these similar naming conventions, I guess people are just going to point out that you know immediately. But basically series um last gen games are going to run the same on uh series s as they do on your xbox one s basically like or, or uh, not right, run the right. same but they, but they, they're running the, the same versions, versions they were using yes yeah. those are the versions mm -hmm. they're using if you have a series x there will be uh additional enhancements applied to those games there will be mm. series x versions enhanced for series x basically is the the kind of tag that they're using to explain those things so that's just essentially what it means so it is weird that a next gen console can't run games better than the previous gen i guess right. but it, but exactly. it's the same you know like it, yeah. it's, it's at parallel which is what you would get with like backwards compatibility or a port anyway and they are saying that there are some there's like three key points i think that that they said uh which which will run better potentially which was like uh maybe i don't know if it was refresh rate but i think like processing and load times and stuff like that there, there's 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 definitely three things that will improve on the series s but they're not like the major improvements like resolution or whatever that you would get on the series x 
the things people care about. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, for me, it's almost like a non-story. It's just like, okay, come on. Like we. Know. Yeah, I well, I, I think really the you know because their naming conventions are like insanely confusing <laughs> and like just reading the headlines for I'm like I don't know what you're trying to tell me. I, I this looks like this looks like uh, hieroglyphics. When, the way I'm reading it with all these symbols, I don't. It, so it's so not very so clean. Under, yeah. yeah. So just so I understand it, and ju- just so I I know what's going on, if you put an Xbox One game into your Series S, or sorry, if you put next, yeah, an Xbox One game into your Series S, it's going to run the same as the X. But if you put it into a Series X, then it's going to run better than the S and the regular X. Yes. Or one. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Man, even <laughs> saying that and, and piecing that together, I still feel confused. <laughs> yeah. I think people. F- it's basically yeah, the, the S is the, the, bar, the bargain one and they're, they're a little bit concerned. Like, well, okay, but is, is it even really next gen? And if it's, you know, if it can't handle a lot of these things. So, uh, uh, I don't know, but we will see. Yeah. But it's also three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's also exactly. You know, it's it's fine, and and you know, it's 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 capped at fourteen forty p or whatever, and and uh, it's not going to be able to to perform the same as a Series X, but like it's still it's going to get you there. It's going to play next gen games on it. Like if if that's yeah. what you care about and you you're on a budget, like I think it's a pretty good pickup. Like and it looks pretty slick. I don't know. I think it's fine. I think you'll it's be a, able to play Halo. Yeah, you'll be able to play Halo Infinite, for example. So I, I think it's okay. Out. You'll still be able to play those games. You know, you might just you, you might just get a little FOMO or something like, oh, like this version <laughs> of Ori is not running at 100, 120 frames per second. And, you know, I, that's going to matter for some people. And for some people, they're not even going to notice. I'm curious to see if after those headlines, even though it is it is like a total non-story, I'm curious to see how that actually affects sales of the Series S. Like, I wonder how many people with the means are going to be like, oh, well, screw that. I want my games to look as pretty as possible. I'm not going to buy this thing, you know, because like on, on a surface level, it looks like it. it's literally just saying uh, it's not as good, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I, and, <laughs> right. And, and we kind of already knew that. All right. We're going to get to the questions in just a second. But first, guys, very important. Let's talk about Lumen Skin. What's up with Lumen Skin? You might be wondering, well, I'll tell you, it's great. I do have Lumen Skin products. Um, I have the moisturizing balm and it is super helpful because you know what, fellas? Sometimes we don't moisturize all the time. Here's the truth, guys. Your skin has needs. If you want it to look as good as possible for as long as possible, you've got to address them now. And you might be wondering, I don't know, Brian, where to start? Well, there's a company that's taken all the guesswork out of it for you. Lumen. They're on a mission to help men get the amazing skin they deserve through high quality expert created products delivered right to your door. Even if you don't have any idea where to begin, they make it easy to find the right skin management system that's best for you. Maybe you got dry skin, maybe you got combination skin, maybe you're oily, I'm a dry boy, but you know what, everybody's different. Choose from different skin concerns to address or just pick up a simple starter pack for free. You deserve to look and feel your best. Here's where you start. Go to lumenskin.com slash send news, all one word, to get a one month free trial of everything you need to start your skincare journey at home 
That's Lumen, L-U-M-I-N, skin, S-K-I-N, dot com slash send news, S-E-N-D-N-E-W-S, all one word, to get your first month for free. Thank you very much to Lumen Skin. We love you. Maybe they, Thank maybe you, Lumen a nice skin. little sponsor for us. Um, but also, yeah. and you know what they say, the, the two most important RTX. things you can do is drink water and moisturize. That's right. So That's absolutely right. That That's right. No, I'm glad you did. You gave them a little, a little extra there. Um, yeah. RTX is going on right now. RTX at home. AT&T is presenting it this year. Thanks to AT&T 5G. We're able to bring an awesome RTX straight to you in the comfort of your own home. AT&T's 5G network is available nationwide. Whether you're at home or on the go, you'll enjoy coverage in more places. Plus, AT&T, they don't make it complicated. 5G access is included in all best consumer unlimited plans at no extra cost. Guys, like I said, RTX at home going on right now. Join us for virtual panels from your favorite shows. We've got one at IG, I believe it's on Tuesday. Uh, Podcasts, a whole bunch of exclusive merch drops and more, all without putting on real pants. Win, win. All thanks to AT&T. <laughs> For more information on AT&T 5G, visit att.com slash 5G. So, we've had, a, we've had an so. interesting technical difficulty-filled podcast today. <laughs> yeah. Probably you guys won't even know, but my laptop crashed. It was a whole thing. <laughs> oh, we got uh, this. Yeah, It'll I, be right. Evan's going to have a I, great I think, time I think editing we proved this that, I think we proved that, that Brian isn't real and he's just... <laughs> A, fabri- a digital fabrication. <laughs> I'm just I swear I saw your wireframe like you're glitching out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's real. That's real, BG. Um, yeah. Let's read some questions. And we got these from our Twitter account at Inside Gaming. So, yeah, if you interact with us on Twitter, we might read you on the air like this. Oh, you yeah. Famous. Um, I like playing it down asks, what is a mechanic or system you discovered in a game that you wish other games would use in their systems? For me, it would be the time shift mechanic of singularity or the world destruction of red faction, both never really exploited by other developers. Mm. Yeah. The red faction, I think, I think they're talking about the destructible environments. Oh yeah. That was huge. Super cool. There's a weapon you get in that too. That makes like miniature black holes or something. And you like shoot it out and then like Mm. sucks the building pieces in. If I remember correctly, that Mm -hmm. red faction grill warfare was really cool. That's a cool game. Uh, they did a remastered. No, wait, is that a, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Remastered. Remastered. But there's also the red dead is also called remastered, right? But a different, is oh, that, for was that just a joke? Yeah, for like wait, yeah. remastered. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's <laughs> just what people were saying. I, I don't remember. For that one. But yes, red, <laughs> yeah, red, <laughs> red faction was awesome. They should they should have made it the official title. Uh, and singularity, if you don't know, is a game where you could make people get really old really quickly. And I forget mm-hmm. if it was like a gun or like a hand thing, but it but it was a game about uh, like a I think like a Soviet island or something that you end up on and there's an experiment. That's really cool. Uh, that game was cool, uh, but I do have a pick. My pick is Ratchet and Clank Kraken Time, the puzzle mechanics where you play as Clank and you make clones of yourself, but they're also clones in time. So whatever you do happens, and then you clone yourself, and then while that clone is oh, doing something, cool. then oh. you have to also do something else with a new clone, and then it would stack. And then when they first made those puzzles, the the developer who was designing them was like so in his head about it that he made them way too hard, and they had to like dial them way back. So you know there's like a lot of depth uh, for puzzles to go there. So I hope that that something like that comes back, you know, maybe in Rift Apart. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
Um, I, I, uh, he had mentioned uh, time travel mechanics or time shift mechanics. Uh, that game Braid, that was, I think I played it on the PS3, but just sort of being able to back up in time a little bit and then go forward and back. It was very simple, but it, it, oh, it made yeah. uh, the platform so challenging and, and such a added just a whole different dimension to things. Uh, I, I really like that. That, that just popped uh, right into my head. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Blows Braid, the developer who's not mm-hmm. very popular on Twitter right now. Oh, uh, is he like uh, in I, trouble? Or something, something came up about panels and free speech and he was like if you're not gonna let you know people talk on panels or whatever then i'm not doing any more he basically like took his ball and went home and oh, people okay. and people were like oh. see <laughs> the Got witness it. was okay i guess john <laughs> i i also like the time shift thing uh have you guys played katana zero yeah yes yes yeah mm-hmm. that that gameplay loop is so satisfying yeah. because of yeah. like the the rewind ability it's just a it never gets old because you're like, you know, I think I could do this a little bit better. And then you could like kind of go back and then try it. It's just, yep. it's so much fun. I love anytime, like anytime a game has that sort of feature where you can, you know, kind of manipulate things and do things differently, but kind of the same. I really like that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but I mean, like, I think like my Yeah, that game is just pick, dripping in style too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like vaporwave aesthetic mixed with like, uh, I don't, it's it's so good. I love that game so much. Um, I don't know. I, I'm a big fan of like real time physics. Like I, I love games that have like physics that feel like they're they could be like they're in your world almost. Like uh, Boneworks is really has really good physics. Obviously, it's a physics based VR game, but it's just like it's it's so satisfying to play to the point where it's like ultimate immersion, especially considering it's VR. So like you forget that you you almost like forget where you're at when you have the headset on because everything just feels so real. Um, I wish more games did that. Honestly, like I, I really like how bone works. I like the, the developer, um, stress level zero. I like how they make their games. They all have like a very specific style in the way the games play. And, uh, it's, I, I wish, I wish more games kind of followed suit in that, in that regard. I, I also like any game with like a pet mechanic where you can send the pet to attack and like get the pet to tank while you melee <laughs> oh. or something like that. It's just, it's always fun. Uh, yeah. and, uh, various games have done it with various degrees of success, but uh, yeah, just kind of, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's been fun. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Stephen Allen asks with PS five prices just announced, do you think people will be paying more on PlayStation as they'll end up spending more on next gen games as the PS plus collection is only current gen games, unlike Xbox and game pass, which will have next gen games included. And we talked about that Mm. a little bit and yeah, I mean, game pass boy, if they keep up that, that, that first, uh, we're putting new releases on Game Pass. They're, they're from their yeah. Microsoft Studios. Yeah, that's a that's a big bargain. So, um, yeah, I can definitely conceive of PS5 players having to just pay more for each game. Yeah, because if you're paying 60, 70 bucks for a new release versus 15 bucks a month, you know, I, I don't know. I guess you'd have to add yeah. it up over time, like over three or four or five yeah. years. Um, Honestly, definitely I, more up I front don't th- they're paying. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be an issue for most people because I think I think a lot of people who are, you know, specifically like Sony, I don't want to use the term fanboys. That's uh, has such a negative connotation. But like people who are, are. Yeah, like. so Yeah, OK. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Sony fans, 
Um, they probably just won't care because it's like, oh, well, I want to be on PS5. I want to be in the, the Sony ecosystem or whatever you want to call it. I, I don't think it'll matter too much unless you're like really, you know, strapped for cash. Then maybe you'll have that kind of uh, financial foresight. But I think most people are going to be like, I don't care. Uh, you know, when the new game comes out, I'll scrape together 70 bucks and get it. I don't care. I want to be on this this console. It's almost two separate demographics, too, of like the player who needs to play the newest thing that comes out. And those people are always going to spend right. more. And, and like for us right. who work in the industry and, you know, like uh, I don't know how much you want to get into it. There's there's discourse going on right now about, you know, outlets ba- buying consoles for writers and stuff, which generally is not how it works. Everybody buys their own stuff. Sometimes you get yeah. one to share in the office, a box or two boxes to share in the office. And and that's kind of how you do reviews. And Hell stuff. yeah. I would love for them to buy me a console. Yeah, Let's exactly. Do it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so a lot of us are looking at like a thousand bucks this this year to uh, or roughly under to 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 kind of keep up with the, the modern trends but there are also you know that there's like a complete you know existence of other people who play games who who do play on a budget and they they are savvy in that way and i think i think like yeah xbox probably offers the better budget there but i think in terms of like the hype and the games that people want to play like maybe sony's winning out in that way so yeah i don't know like yeah i think the value is on xbox but i just don't know how the the demographics break down and the fans are going to want it to align yeah yeah if i want a budget i can definitely see the xbox or if i'm a kid at home and like you know i'm not making my own money you know yet i don't have a job i i can see game pass maybe being the the stronger option uh because yeah i remember being like you know 11 years old 12 years old and sort of saving up and i might buy one or two games a year yeah you know that's that's yeah it. so it's like these are these were big decisions so uh yeah or, i think it's just kind of where you are you rent them life. yep yeah you rent them huge thing renting them weekly you save up you usually mm-hmm. can save up enough money in a year to get one game and sometimes right. if you're lucky you get yeah. one for your birthday or christmas and that's yeah. that's kind yeah. of yeah i'm the same same for me brand yeah that's kind of where it was it forces um, you to beat it in a week too. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, totally. That was uh, yeah. one of the uh, rumors that Battletoads was so hard. They did it to kind of combat the rental market. So you couldn't just beat it in a weekend. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I've certainly rented Battletoads more than once. So it works. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Allen goes on to ask, uh, do you think physical retailers will limit stocks of digital edition consoles over their disk drive version. Absolutely. I know if I ran GameStop, I would certainly try and stock as many PS5s with disk drives as possible and as few PS5 yeah. digital editions as possible. Yes. I I, I could tell, I mean, maybe that's a little conspiratorial, but yeah, I no, mean, yeah. they're, they're only going to make <laughs> money off that one console sale. <laughs> If it's a digital, and they yeah. they're not doing great right now, right? They need a win. <laughs> they need games. Yeah, they need they need a win. Uh, any retail, I, I think, you know, a lot of the reasons. Last gen, the conversation we were having is that you know the the failure of the Xbox One marketing and everything, like it's never going to work because the retailers who sell your actual box are never going to jump on to an all digital console, an all digital right. future. They're going to delay that for as long as possible. And it's not just GameStop. It's Walmart. It's Target. It's Best Buy. Um, they all, I don't know, some of them have, do have like trade-in programs and stuff too, but, uh, they want you to come, what I mean is they want you to come into their store to buy a box so that hopefully you buy something else. Um, that's just how it works. (laughs) And, and and yeah, it's in their best interest to have people to physically buy them, you know, versus the like Sony or Nintendo or Microsoft completely controlling the output, you know, either, you know, uh, shipping and all that distribution. 
Yeah, because if you have a customer, right, because uh, a lot of like games, like I used to work at GameStop, and I know you, we had a lot of repeat customers. A lot of people lived in the area, you know, like we're their home store. So they come to our store to buy their games or whatever. And with a generation that offers a discless option, if you have a repeat customer who's been going there for years, they come in, they buy a discless console. They have no reason to come back to you anymore. Like you've, you, that is the last time you'll see them. Uh, right. So, and, We'll and see GameStop in seven makes years. all their money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Exactly. And GameStop makes all their money off pre-owned games. Like that is where all their money comes yes. from. Is they get a hundred percent of the sales of the pre-owned games. So just by selling a discless console to a customer, you lose them forever because they they're just going to buy all their stuff. They'll probably come to you for I don't know pop figures or amiibos or whatever. But that's that's about it. One less reason I, to come into the store. Yeah, I think it's exactly. going away. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's inevitable, though. The digital. It's like Thanos. It's. It's going. <laughs> it's, it's. It's going yeah. to happen sooner rather than later. I hate it. I love yeah. physical, but yeah. Um, Same. Yeah, it's it's you know dread it run from it destiny arrives. Gabriel Lacomte asks, "What Zelda game would you like to see remade, remastered on Zelda's 35th anniversary next oh, year?" Easy, this is oh, easy. So All of the Capcom games for me: Oracle Ages, Seasons, uh, and then yes, they already yes. did uh, Link's Awakening. So, but if if they did those other two games in that style, the the Link's style, and then there wasn't frame rate issues, that's the win. <laughs> For yeah. me, honestly, I, I want, I no, I need, I need Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, but like I really want to play the 3D remakes that they made for the 3DS. I want those on Switch. That should happen. That mm. needs to happen. Like Sorry, Spirit Tracks and Link. That, uh, that would be cool. Uh, what's the other one? Minish Cap. Two, two Worlds. Oh, Minish Cap. Yeah. That's also a Capcom joint, I believe. I, I yeah, think, I think uh, so. Yeah. I would like, and no one, I don't think they've ever done this, but. Uh, a ground up 3d remake of the very first one mm, where no. it's, it's uh, where it looks like, uh, you know, the, the breath of the wild style. Um, I mean, you'd have to kind of completely reimagine it, but uh, that was uh, so much. I think a breath mm. of the wild's design was driven from that first was uh, derived from that first yeah. game where it was just, they just removed all the barriers and that's what made it so revolutionary. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I think there's a real, I think it would be so cool to just take that first one and, and redo it, put it on a little gold switch cartridge. It would be awesome. <laughs> there is a GDC <laughs> talk sweet. that they did that Nintendo did right before breath of the wild came out. And it's exactly what you're saying, Brian, when they developed breath of the wild, they used those NES assets to just do the, the, the original designs and passes at like testing the mechanics, like with the leaf and the wind, uh, mm -hmm. the water, the like trees. Um, and some of those mechanics, they tested it in what, at least in the GDC talk, what they showed was them testing it in what looked like the first Zelda game. So you can go find it. It's online now somewhere. I forget what it's called, but just look up GDC breath That's of the cool. wild talk. It's very, very cool. That's like, cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's the, for them to do that and go back and, and redo it or, or, you know, do it in a, in a different way do it up like that first one would just be like such an honor and a tribute and so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that game yeah. was unbelievable at the time, like unbelievable how good it was and like how many uh, standards it set. It was just like a completely revolutionary for the time. Uh, yeah. I, I just think it would be like a really cool, I, I don't know if they'd ever do it. I would love it if they're secretly working on it right now, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my wish. Well, um, honestly, I mean, Nintendo and their back catalog, it's just like they don't know what to do with it. 
and it upsets yeah. me because <laughs> they have they have so many bangers just over the years and like yeah if they did stuff like that like they, they took risks with their ips and their like i i wish they would do more more remakes and you know ground up uh rebuilds but yeah that, that would be sweet yeah yeah we don't have time to talk about f-zero amir okay <laughs> which i want to see so badly <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, let's. I think that's. Let's call it a, an episode. This has been a, a roller coaster ride <laughs> on the tech side for <laughs> sure. Yes, that's right. Yeah. right. Uh, maybe a little bit shorter. We'll we'll do better uh, next week. But uh, hope you guys have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Take care. See ya. Drink water and moisturize.